the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, friends, welcome back to The Common Good here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. My name is Brian Fromm. So glad to have you with us today as we close out Tuesday's show. What more fun could we have than to talk about Disney? And with that in mind, I'm thrilled to be joined uh, by Associate Professor of Philosophy at Pasco Hernando State College in Central Florida and the author of a book called Disney and apologetics. His name is Dr. Jeremy Scarborough. Jeremy, how are you doing today? Doing well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I was telling you off air, uh, a little jealous of where you live versus where we are right now, but we won't get into that. We'll let it go. Uh, Disney and apologetics. Let's just start at a base level. Where's you, Where did this come from? Where's your love for Disney uh, come from? And then we'll dive into the book. Okay. Uh, I'll have to give you the, the short because there, there's a lot to this. Uh, the project actually began in, and the project actually began in 2019, and it has evolved and changed since then. Uh, you ask of my love for Disney. I actually grew up in what is called the, the Disney Renaissance when it kind of coming out of the 80s into the 90s, it, it stepped up its game, and it's almost like every year you were looking for the next thing. Uh, musical was a big deal. Um, a lot of that Broadway uh, style was really appealing during that time. Hmm. And so uh, I, that's, that's essentially where my love both for a sort of storytelling for the connection with musicals and uh, Disney animation really comes from. You know, I was, I, I think, probably third grade when uh, The Little Mermaid came out. So, you know, you had that Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King, back to back. That's where the love comes from. Long term appreciation for it. And then uh, just moving forward, I've been for decades now interested in both apologetics and the arts, especially music. And I've just been pondering what's the connection and, and uh, I, sensing that they're there, but not really knowing how to, to draw that out. And then when I started teaching philosophy, yeah, yeah. I began to notice that pop culture it resonates with students. You know, they come into a class like philosophy. They think these ideas are just removed from them and uh, not accessible. And through things like pointing to the arts and music and, and film, I've just found more and more I'm able to say, look, you already do this. In fact, you consume philosophy. You may not realize yeah. that you're doing it. So kind of all those things coalesce. And um, I began to notice in my ethics classes, for example, that uh, Disney ex Disney stories serve often serve well as examples for trying to unpack virtue ethics and this tension between uh, a sort of self serving and um, and when I say virtue ethics I'm really thinking in the Christian tradition not just bettering myself but actually mm -hmm. loving others subverting self and thinking of others and I began to see that there's this motif across Disney films 
that keeps speaking to that. And so that's, uh, I stepped into the book with that. And then the more and the more I began to unpack that, the more I realized, wait a minute, there's also even Disneyland and Disney World are centered around castles. There's this kingdom-oriented theme throughout Disney films. And the mm-hmm. virtue theme is describing the sort of characters that are meant to inhabit this sort of kingdom ever after. Oh, it's so good. Uh so I, you, you and I kind of probably grew up at a generally the same time. I sound like just a little bit older than you. Uh, I was just having a conversation with my kids the other day, and I, I went Little Mermaid and Aladdin for my two favorite Disney movies. Like we were having that conversation. But uh, so maybe give us an example from the book. This sounds fascinating because you're right. As now my mind is going, going, oh, yeah, there's that movie. Oh, yeah, there's that. Maybe what's one of your favorite ones of an example of a Disney movie or a show or a play or whatever and how it connects to our faith? Yeah, so it's uh, the last part of the book takes um, stories, chapter uh, individual stories at a time, and this involves other authors, and that might actually serve a better example uh, here. Um, the first part of the book that's more of what I was just um, explaining is really kind of pulling across the whole um, spectrum of Disney, I of, see. of the widely celebrated movies. But uh, just quick examples, I guess, that fit into that, uh, wrestling with an, an egoism or self-centeredness and virtue or this idea from a Christian perspective of growing into something more uh, might be um, you have Aladdin who's who we, we consider the diamond in the rough, right? The good heart who is wrestling mm. with uh, this tension to do what's in his best interest and, and lie or, or build up a, a sense of false truth or false identity Uh and because he's afraid of, of being seen for who he really is or, or he's wrestling with that tension. But I think a better example might be uh, seen in someone like Beauty and the Beast because you here you have an actual story that's mm-hmm. saying you were self-centered. This brought on your curse, if you will. And that's one of, another one of the motifs that shows up throughout Disney films is this notion of a curse. Mm-hmm. And then you have this beastly mm-hmm. nature wrestling with – uh, to use the line from one of the songs, becoming uh, the sort of person who, where there's something there that wasn't there before, right? And this nature, this notion mm. of growing into a different sort of nature, and a key in that film is is love in order to grow into that uh, nature and have mm. a transformation. But uh, other authors in the second uh, con- uh, contributors in the second half of the book. They give other great examples too. Uh, a lot of them press into, for example, That's Pinocchio great. and this idea of transformation across Pinocchio's mm. story. Man, I, I, that is fascinating. Because, like I said, I grew up like you, just kind of in that Renaissance, like that time of of when these were all going. Uh, when you started teaching this and realizing this in your students, I'm curious, what was their reaction? Was it like? Disney or did they come alive like philosophy? Now I can get my arms around it from my childhood. What, what were the students? What, what's kind of been their response to this work? I wonder sometimes when I mention this, if in their mind they're thinking, well, that's a little too kitty for me, you know. Um, <clears throat> but I, I, if, if they think that, they don't really say it. Um, but I think more than anything, I, yeah. I, I, if I see anything there, it's more like resonance, like Oh yeah, I know the story, and that's that's one mm-hmm. reason I found it beneficial. You know, you may have Disney fans, and I do come across many people who love the references, but even those who aren't 
fanatics probably know the references because Disney has established itself in our culture as a sort of authoritative storyteller. And as long as we have that, that network of shared stories, uh, then we have a lot of uh, conversation that we can have. You don't have to be a, a Disney fan to be yeah. familiar with a story and uh, use it as a platform for dialogue. Yeah. Jeremy, I love what you're doing, taking what a lot of people know uh, and connecting it to our faith and to this great work. We're excited about it. Where can people connect with you, whether it be Twitter or social media? And also, where can people find the book? You can find the book on, uh, well, our website is uh, DisneyApologetics.com. But you can find the book easily on uh, Amazon. I've, I've seen it on many um, bookseller platforms, mm-hmm. but Amazon is a really convenient way these days. And it was just, and when I say just, I mean last week, uh, made into an audio audiobook, Audible as well. So that increases the accessibility awesome. for many. So if you go to Amazon, you'll find the paperback, the ebook, and the Audible. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as connecting with me, uh, you can either, uh, my email address at the college is S-C-A-R-B-R-J at P-H-S-C dot E-D-U. Or you can find me on Twitter, uh, backslash J-E Scarborough. Awesome. Again, the book is called Disney and Apologetics. Uh, Dr. Jeremy Scarborough is the author of that. I'd encourage you to go pick it up. Jeremy, this was great, man. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Absolutely. And we'd encourage you to join us again tomorrow. Hopefully you have a great and warm evening today and join us again tomorrow from four until six. My name is Brian Fromm. You've been listening to The Common Good on AIM 1160. Hope for your life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.